Hey everybody and welcome to another episode, yeah, you made it, you made it, Uh uh-huh, (laughs) uh-huh, all right everybody, I'm feeling a little silly today, today's topic is gonna be a little bit, you know, I wanna say interesting, right, um, so just imagine, right, you're doing your thing, you're minding your own business, you know, whatever you got going on, right? And then all of a sudden, it feels like somebody injected your skin. What, Whatever those things that come in, those little hand warmer gel things, like the hot hands that you put, you know? Yeah, that. Whatever that is, boom. You just had a hot flash. Whoop, whoop. You just had a hot flash. You just had a hot flash. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's what we're going to be talking about today in today's episode, okay? We're going to be talking about hot flashes and their different causes and some things you can do in order to help you lessen the effects and almost eliminate them, per se, maybe. Who knows, right? So if this is your first time listening to my goofy self, then welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is TK. I am a healthcare professional and I've been one since 2016. I've been in different states and in different roles from EMT, MA, ER tech, uh, mental health tech, and I'm in nursing. One thing that I've always encountered whenever I at whenever I tell people what it is I do for a living is people asking me questions and wanting to talk about their health, which is something that inspired me to start this podcast, doing just that. So this is Health Talk, where you have the health and I have the talk. So let's talk about it. Okay, y'all. So a hot flash is a sudden feeling of warmth in the upper body, which is usually more intense over the face, neck, um, in the chest area. And it's also um, accompanied with profuse sweating. And I mean profuse, like you done ran a marathon and all you did was sit here type of profuse sweating, okay? Now, this is commonly due to menopause, okay? Hot flashes can cause what... um, can have causes that aren't due to any underlying underlying diseases, you know? So you can have some diseases and have hot flashes, and sometimes it just comes and you don't, you know? Examples include embarrassment, eating hot foods, drinking hot drinks, eating spicy foods, or a general rush from like a dangerous situation, which is basically your fight or flight situ- um, sensation hormones that your body produces, okay? Hot flashes occur in about 75 to 80% of menopause women in the United States. Hot flashes are common during menopause as well as in premenopause, which is a stage right before menstruation stops, okay? Which, you know, if you thought menopause was bad, how about we hit you with some longer menopause? That's what the body's telling you. And, you know, if your body don't like you, your body don't like you. I mean, it is what it is, right? <laughs> And this is often caused by changing hormone levels that are characteristics of hormone um of menopause. So when you're going through menopause that you know your hormone levels you're not producing as much. So your hormone levels are dropping, so therefore, you know, the changes can stop it, you know. But it's also important to note that experiencing one um you know, hot flash doesn't necessarily mean anything is scary going on, okay? You can 
experience one or two and it's not really a big deal now if you feel like you're having hot flashes on a consistent basis try jotting down some notes in your phone or on a pad or a piece of paper every time you have one okay now you're going to write down the time of day you're going to write down what you were doing right before they started and right after they started um keeping in mind that this kind of diary can help you make associations or even to identify triggers such as oh every single time i drink a take a sip of this red wine boo i get a high flash or every time i'm super stressed out at work i get high flashes boom you know what i'm saying and then this often this, also this information can also help your doctor figure out the underlying cause of your hot flashes okay so when you keep a diary and keep a log, we often do this time with people with diabetes or with um, high blood pressure or something like that. We tell them, hey, take it, you know, your blood pressure and write it down so we can see, you know, what you got going on, what time, what you're doing and, you know, all that stuff like that, because that can help us. You know, we're only here to help you. We're not here to hurt you. I, I just really want to stress that we, we're only here to help you. OK, so here are the most common symptoms and triggers for hot flashes and what you can do about them. Now, the first things first, like I was just telling you, menopause, okay? Menopause. And like they said, everything, every problem that a woman has always begins with men and menopause is one of them, okay? So during menopause, your ovaries stop releasing eggs. And you know, when your eggs and your levels of your estrogen and progesterone decrease, you get menopause. That's basically what it is. It means your body is not being a baby making factory anymore. Okay. You stop making eggs. You stop releasing eggs. Boom. Nothing's, nothing's on. And we shutting down the factory. Your body gets upset and throws a tantrum. And now you have menopause. That's basically what it is. Okay. But on the flip side of that, when you do make babies and when you, the factory is open, if you don't actually get a baby, the body gets upset and throws a tantrum and then boom, there you have menstruation. So you know, you can't win, can't win, can't win. Um, so if your symptoms are severe when you're having these menopause, like any of your menopauses, not just hot flesh specifically, but any menopause symptoms, your doctor might suggest hormone replacement therapy or HRT. Okay. HRT is a medication that typically comes in the form of either a pill, patches on the skin, creams, gels, or even a vaginal ring that you insert vaginally. It's kind of like the maneuver ring, but it's different to help balance out your hormone levels and to relieve hot flashes and other um, menopausal symptoms like night sweats and stuff like that. Okay. Now, however, there are certain risks to undergoing HRT therapy, okay? Such risks include increased breast cancer and heart issues, okay? So be sure if you want to go this route and you're going menopause, make sure you discuss these options with your OBGYN before you commit to your treatment, okay? Now, prescription medications, uh, that's another cause for hot flashes, all right? Hot flashes are oftentimes a, a common side effect for prescription drugs, okay? And different types of drugs. It doesn't have to necessarily be a specific type of drug, but you could be like 
um, opioids or antidepressant and some osteoporitis drugs and some certain steroids and, you know, things like that, um, especially if the steroid treats swelling, they can also trigger hot flashes. Okay? It's recommended um, looking for symptoms soon after you're starting a new course of medication. Right. That's when it goes back into keeping a journal. So if you notice, hey, when I started taking this medication, you know, boom, 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 we can help you. Okay. Now, when you figure out, oh, wait, it's my medication. Don't just go stopping cold turkey. Don't do that. Don't, 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 don't. All right. Let your healthcare provider know what's up. And he or she may be able to switch you to a similar drug that doesn't have um, that side effect or leave you hot under the collar. Um, it can also be that hot flashes will go away as your body get acclimated to the medication. So it's really important that you go and talk to your provider about it because your provider can reassure you the discomfort won't last long or it can change it, so therefore the discomfort won't last long, all right? Another cause is a hot bedroom. Ooh, no, get your mind out the gutter, dude. We're not even talking about that, all right? Now, your body temperature naturally fluctuates throughout the night. So it's common for everyone, both men and women, to wake up in the middle of the night feeling overheated and sweaty, okay? I can't tell you how many times that, you know, I don't woke up and be like, oh man, it's hot in here, right? So it may be a simple fix for your hot flashes as turning down the thermostat right when you get ready to go to bed, or sleeping with fewer blankets, or sleeping with no clothes on, or less clothes on, you know? And that might be it. Don't sleep with socks on, you know, sleep with the window open in the wintertime or sleep with a fan blowing on you or something like that. OK, now the National Sleep Foundation does recommend keeping your bedroom temperature between 60 and 67 degrees for an optimal sleep. OK, now between 60 and 67, I know some of y'all are like, girl, 60 degrees, that's cold. Like, is that penguins going to be walking around my room? But you got to think about it. OK. You got to think about it. You're going to be sleeping in a bed. What you got under your bed? You got sheets and you got a mattress that produces heat. You got your pillow that produces heat. Then you got the the sheets and stuff on top. You got your clothes on top of your skin. Then you got the sheets and stuff and blankets on top of you on top of that. So you're going to be warm and you're going to be hot. Now, if you put it at 60 degrees and 60 degrees is too cold for you under all of that, then boom, raise it up, okay? Now, you don't have to do it between these two temperatures, but that's just what the National Sleep Re uh, Foundation recommends. Now, if y'all, some of y'all are like, well, my light bill won't support this theory, then do you, boo. <laughs> do you, okay? You can also try some cooling sheets, cooling pillows, or they do have some very lightweight, like comforters that help to prevent night sweats. Order them on Amazon or, I don't know, I guess whatever place you order sheets from. I don't, I don't know where to get them from. I don't have this problem. I'm always cold, so I don't have that problem yet. But, you know, that that may be able to help you with that. Another issue is excessive weight, all right? Now, me personally, I hate when, you know, people in the healthcare world take weight and excessive weight and obesity in, as a cause for everything, okay? So if you feel like 
It is not due to your excessive weight to these hot flashes. Again, I will stress this till the day I die. Advocate for yourself. Push. Push and be like, well, no, can it be for something else? Tell them, hey, look, well, I lost 10 pounds. I'm still this. I lost 20. You know, push. Advocate. Say, can you run some more tests? Can you do something? Figure out. I don't think it's just because I'm fat. You know, just because I'm fat doesn't mean I'm going deaf in the ear. Like, just because I'm fat doesn't mean I'm having hot flashes. Like, people, they sometimes they do tend to push it off on that okay i've experienced many patients that have come in here with something totally different and they're like oh i did see a doctor about it she said that it was because i was fat like no baby it's not because you fat that this is the reason why so i mean it is an issue though okay because excessive weight can mess with your metabolism and that's a proven fact all right and it can also promote hot flashes which is a fact but While weight alone can be a factor, the stage in your life can also matter, okay? Newer studies have shown that hot flashes may be more common in women who gain weight during menopause, okay? So if you already are overweight and you start menopause and you start gaining the weight, and guess what's going to happen? You want to be more prone to get hot flashes. Now, if you were slimmer, and then all of a sudden you hit menopause and you start gaining weight, then guess what's going to happen? You're going to be more prone to having hot flashes. All right. And I guess y'all can already predict what remedy I'm going to say to help curing this one, right? You know it. It's eating nutrient-rich foods and exercising more frequently. That can bring relief, okay? Especially if you're overweight to start or obese according to... And, you know, to whatever the weight chart is. Now, there was a 2010 study uh, from the University of California in San Francisco that compared overweight and obese women who did not attempt to lose weight versus those who ate healthier in diet and exercised about 200 minutes per week were twice as likely to report fewer hot flashes. Okay, so, I mean, you don't 200 miles. Our minutes a week, some of y'all are like, I can't even do 20 minutes. I mean, just try. Just try. Whatever you can get to, get to. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to get to that number, but just try to get to a number. You know, start off small and small things matter too. Okay? Little booties matter too. Right? right. <laughs> All right. Another thing that can cause hot flashes are food allergies or sensitivities. Almost all of us experience something like a hot flash when we are very spicy food okay like you sitting up there you're like Woof, wee. you start sweating i know it come on your mouth is burning your face is burning your body's burning and then later off when you go to the bathroom that's burning too we all know it we've all experienced it okay but did you know alcohol caffeine and additives like sulfates are also common triggers yeah Bet you didn't know that, right? So it's thought that spicy foods can give you some heat, but alcohol are vasodilators, okay? And they expand your blood vessels. But if you're having unidentified food allergies or intolerant, something else in your diet could be the cause, okay? So again, this is where the food journal comes into place. All right. So pay attention to how your body reacts the next time you ingest any of these foods or triggers if you're suspicious that they're triggers. And you may find the correlation like, hey, every time I took a drink of this wine, boom, every time I took a shot of tequila, I get a hot flash. I mean, baby, 
not for tequila. I would take I would take it. I would take the hot flashes every time I take tequila because I'm a tequila girl. So, you know, you might find the correlation, you know, and if that doesn't help, like if you've been doing the food diary and doing the diary every time you had a hot flash and it's nothing food related, then consider speaking to your healthcare practitioner um, or a registered dietitian about your, you know, figuring out your hot flashes and figuring out what it is for a structured elimination diet, okay? Another trigger is anxiety. While stress and anxiety are often used interchangeably in the mental in the mental health world and in the world in general, mental health experts tend to use the term anxiety to refer to refer to the physical side of emotions like stress, fear, and worry. Anxiety disorders can cause a variety of symptoms like heart racing, um, nervous fidgeting, heavy breathing, and hot flashes. That's because hot flashes start in your brain, which is also where you experience stress and anxiety. <laughs> Go figure, right? So whatever mitigates your anxiety in your brain triggers hot flashes, but we don't know the exact mechanism, all right? So it's important that if you already tend to struggle with hot flashes, suffering from stress and anxiety can make them worse. So reminding yourself to breathe is a simple exercise that can help calm your anxieties. Natural anxiety remedies like exercise, meditation, yoga can also help you relax. But if you still don't find a relief and you're looking that you're looking for, you may be suffering from a more serious form of anxiety. And again, you should consider speaking to your uh, healthcare practitioner or healthcare provider um, for a cognitive behavioral or a cognitive behavioral therapist about a treatment plan. Okay. Now, medical conditions are also another um, thing that can cause hot flashes. Almost any medical problem related to your hormones or your endocrine system could lead to menopause-like symptoms, including hot flashes, okay? In particular, thyroid issues, um, especially if you have an overactive thyroid. Now, remember, your thyroid is like that butterfly gland that sits on top of your throat, okay? Um, And your overactive thyroid could explain your bouts of feeling warm and flushed all of a sudden. Now, if you have an infection or a virus, that can also cause hot flashes, okay? Now, if the problem is your, hot, your thyroid, you're likely to experience other symptoms besides just hot flashes, okay? Like a racing heart, a unexplained weight loss, and unbe- un- unable to gain weight um, no matter how much you eat or try, um, lots of trips to the bathroom, okay? Um, feeling extreme fatigue at certain times of the day are all symptoms associated with an overactive thyroid, okay? When it comes to other health issues, including infections, look for elevated temperature. Now, a hot flash with an elevated temperature or symptoms like diarrhea or bowel discomfort, you if you're experiencing any of these symptoms um, that seem unusual along with your health um, hot flashes, talk to your healthcare provider um, about getting a diagnosis and a treatment plan. Now, another thing, lastly but not least, um, is breast cancer treatment. Okay, hot flashes and night sweats can also be a side effect of breast cancer treatment. All right, it's unfortunately but it is okay the national cancer um institute reports 
over time, radiation and chemotherapy can cause premature menopause in young women and in older women. And older women can go into menopause as a result of the chemo, which if you're not already going through enough, you got to go through that, too. Like, I mean, that's something that sucks. Uh, there's no there's no way I could sugarcoat that at all. That That, that sucks. Right. And it has to do with the hormone levels of a woman all right like i like i said it it has nothing to do but with hormone levels and cancer unfortunately throws off your hormone levels because your body's got it and then cancer medication throws it off even more so um if a woman takes estrogen or uh tamaluxifen or or i'm trying to think uh Modelian, which are all drugs that can cause an estrogen level to drop, they all experience triggering hot flashes. All right. Now, certain procedures like an orophilectomy, which basically means you just removed one or both of your ovaries, um, that's also a cause for low estrogen levels and hot flashes. I mean, there there's another th- number of things that. I'm off the top of my head. I'm just thinking there's there's a number of things that could happen with that. Okay. Now to help manage your symptoms, limit your consumption of spicy foods and hot drinks and avoid hot showers and saunas and triggers like stress. And again, alcohol. Okay. Try to take cooler showers, not cold baby, but cooler showers before going your bed, lowering the temperature in your bedroom, sleeping, colding and bedding made of like natural uh, materials like uh, cotton, linen, or silk, you know, those type of things can can help you. I mean, granted, again, cancer sucks. So the, the treatment for cancer sucks. The medication for cancer sucks. Cancer sucks. Like, I, there's nothing really... Cancer sucks. Uh, it, it, it is what it is on that one. And there's nothing... That's not something I would wish on anybody. And No, you know. Now, how to prevent hot flashes from taking over your life? Now, y'all gonna get mad at me because it's really not that much I could say, all right? If you find that you're regularly struggling with hot flashes, it's important to check with your doctor um, to try to figure out what's going on, okay? Um, If lack of estrogen is a cause, your doctor will likely prescribe something to help increase the levels of of the hormone in your body, um, like estrogen supplements or an antidepressant. Um, other than that, you can try your best to wear, you know, light, loose clothes to bed and light clothes and loose clothing, you know, out in the world, you know, keep your house cold and, you know, drink plenty of water, but there's only so much you can do to stop hot flashes altogether. Okay. But I mean, if you're taking these steps, you should help to limit some of your experience and help to limit the severity, you know, and how severe they may end up being for you. So, I mean, there's nothing really, it's just basically your body and your hormones, you know, aside from fixing your hormones, there's nothing really we can say to do. You can only mitigate the symptoms of it. And unfortunately, like I said, there's, y'all gonna be mad at me. There really ain't nothing much we could do. Sorry, (laughs) you know, I mean, it is what it is. I'm a woman too. So I know eventually, one day I'm going to have to go through this and I'm not looking forward to it, but 
you know, if that's going to be the day I'm like, look here, just take, get, throw the whole vagina away. Like it, it's trash right now, you know? So, I mean, that, that, that's all we can say. And that's all we can do about it at this point in time. Now, hopefully who's to say 10, 20, 30 years now advancements in technology and medicine may advance to where they can here, take this pill and boom, you know, your high flushes are always gone. But who's no? At this moment in time, this is the only thing I can offer you. You know, I, this is the only thing I can offer you. And I did talk to uh, one of our OBs at the hospital about this. And she was like, yeah, you'd be surprised at how many women come and leave my office upset. They come to my office upset and they leave it upset because I really don't have much options for them. So this is all we can offer you, unfortunately. But as always, though I am a healthcare professional, I am not your healthcare professional, okay? None of this information should be used to diagnose and or treat any condition. Please see your healthcare professional for any diagnosis and treatment plans. All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you're staying cool. I mean, it's like a million degrees outside. The outside is low on Freon and ain't nobody put no Freon in it to cool it down yet. So, you know, be sure to stay inside, stay inside, stay indoors. You know, listen to my podcast on repeat. You know, make sure that you like, share, and then most importantly, follow so you don't miss any episodes. I will see y'all next week. Bye.